You're listening to Radio Tab's Mobile Rolling. Presented by Garrard's Horse and Hound. Making shopping easier with their online store. The same extensive catalogue, the same keen prices online or over the phone. one 800 Yes, welcome back to Mobile Rolling on this uh, Monday morning. The sun's shining. It's a beautiful day, around 23 degrees in Adelaide. And we've got an 11 race card at Glow Derby. And um, our next guest is uh, Aaron Bain, who's, um, well, he's got a, a great run at the moment. I think he had four winners from memory last week. And he had a winner up there at Piri Saturday night before they were called off. So his team's going well. I thought it was an ideal time to talk to Aaron because we are closing in on the... Uh, on the South Australian Pacing Cup and the Gawler Cup as well, not far away either. So there's there's plenty happening in that vicinity for, for Aaron and he's about to join us on Mobile Rolling. Good morning to you, Aaron. Yeah, morning, Tim. Thanks for having us on. <clears throat> no worries, mate. A busy time. Just before we touch on all that, uh, all your runners, etc. I, I obviously haven't spoken to you on air prior to, you know, winning within Cypher um, in the Eureka a little while ago. Congratulations there as well. Yeah, thank you. It was a, um, yeah, certainly a... Uh, Certainly great to be a part of the Eureka and win the inaugural um, running is certainly something special and will forever hold. And, you know, just um, really good to be able to do it for um, the state itself. And um, an SA story with the Lenke family and, you know, real credit to them and the Emma and Clayton and, and the horse in Cypher. You know, we'll, um, it was yeah. a special night and one we'll long remember. I saw some photos of you out there at Glow Derby with that trophy. It looks pretty heavy, um, Aaron. Yeah, no, lovely trophy. It's, um, I think it's... I think it's worth about twenty five thousand itself. So, it's, wow. um, yeah, got, got got quite the value. But um, yeah, special trophy, and especially the inaugural one. There's only one trophy that'll say inaugural Eureka on it. Mm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and you guys got the money within Cipher. Well done there. Now, Aaron, it's a busy time for you at the moment. There's a lot of horses. How many horses, as far as harness racing horses, are concerned in your stable right now? Yeah, working a team of forty five at the moment. Um, Mm. like harness and we've got sort of 25 gallopers in work so it's the most we've worked but we've sort of been growing to that over the last six or 12 months um that ranges from you know yearlings like next year's two-year-old crop mm. in work to, to race horses and you know plenty of new ones coming through so you know there's a good team um but certainly with you know with that you've got to have good people around you to, to, to keep putting out the winners for the owners Mm. And one thing you do well, Aaron, is you promote your business very well. You're, you're all about bringing new people to the sport, not just the, not just harness racing horses, but thoroughbreds as well. Um, and, and you've got a couple of horses at the moment that you've you know had some real interest in. There's been a couple of Mondays out there recently where the you know, the crowds are a little bit low, but some of the some of the owners are involved and they're, they're cheering quite a bit. Now, the two horses I'm referring to there are Our Some Dream Somewhere, who of course is racing in the Central District's Bulldogs colours. And then you've got this new one, Hell of a Sports Star, which uh, is filled up by a lot of different sporting clubs. So it's it's a really good initiative from your stable because you're bringing new people in and, and they're getting to the trots as well. Yeah, I think uh, we, you've got to be innovative. Um, certainly in these climate, um, you know, in this economic climate, you've got to be innovative, make it affordable and also tap into new markets to continue to increase the horse population. And that's something with Summit Bloodstock that we strive to do and we never stop you know, thinking or what the next idea is and we're sort of you know, working on the next one as soon as you've, you've finished one. So, um, you know, the more people we can get involved in our sport, um, you know, i.e. through the Eureka or that promotion, but, you know, globally, uh, we've just sort of... Um, Jamie's just attended the American Young Sales and we've got... To, we're about to roll out an ABR Summit Bloodstock USA club with the yearlings we've purchased over there. So it's become a global business and, you know, we need to um, you know, continue to reach new people from all walks of life and you know, yeah. make this opportunity affordable for everyone. 
Yeah, it's a great initiative because it gets a lot of people involved for a small investment, which is uh, what it's all about, and have a bit of fun when your horse can win like, uh, well, like Hell of a Sports Star did with the other day anyway. Um, now, as far as Monday, today is concerned, Aaron, you've got Take My Wallet and the Kapiti Express. Both look to have great chances on paper. Let's start with the Kapiti Express. He's been really good since returning from a spell. Yeah, look, he, um, he he has been. He's been through a lot, this horse. He's, he holds a special place in our stable and certainly for uh, myself personally. You know, he's, he was bought for the ABR Lads Club and he came out and won, you know, the Gawler Cup a couple of years ago, the Platinum Pacing Cup, the inaugural running of that. And just went by the wayside but had no fault of his own. He had a number of setbacks. He had you know, a nasty track accident, which he's come from a long way back. And, you know, he's had a couple um, ordinary or off, you know, off, normal preparations in between that haven't sort of gone his way and this preparation we've probably seen back to somewhere near his best and I think he's a horse that the more confidence he gets the more chance we've got to return him to his Gawler Cup you know Platinum Pacing Cup form so look he, he can certainly go continue to go through the grades today he does step up and you know take on the likes of Culture King and Ideal World who you know Ideal World was great to have him back in the winner's circle last week and mm. um, you know you know, Capiti Express and Gifted from the Heart are certainly well much lower assessed than those other horses in the race but you know they're drawn favourably um, where he gets to probably up to the one the one's got the speed to lead doesn't want to hold in this mm. grey well, um, you know we'd be too we'd only be too happy to hold the front if we could but I'm not sure it'll be there mm. and Ideal World's in the same race as you mentioned between the pair of them who goes the better the Capiti Express or Ideal World oh, I really think um, it, it depends what happens early the one's a typical leader um, you know, mm. I, I see it leading. We're probably behind it with Capiti. I'd love it the other way around, but um, you know, so I think you know, Ideal World really gets that chance to sort of swoop into it the way he went last start. You know, my only um, mm. thing there is that he's going to be behind Culture King this week, not in front of it. So that might be the difference. But yeah. it'll be a great race between the three of them. Yeah, and take my wallet, race eight, number seven. She's drawn off the track. Um, probably on paper looks a winnable race but I guess the gate makes it tough doesn't it no nah, good gate for her she's got to get out the back and swoop um, she's okay a little mm-hmm. bit she's a little bit erratic going up to the gate which she's um, ODM and it, she's a funny horse she does nothing wrong except <laughs> she can just go off stride and um, but last start I'm probably good to note um, she's had a throat operation done since um, she was found to be mm-hmm. she didn't she didn't sort of breathe that great Um at, uh, in a couple of track work since and so that could have been a she was awesome first up behind classy dancer when she galloped at the start and um you know gave him a big distance and, and um you know ran well and then she was she really mm. should have won the week after but i think that first up run flattened her um and then with the breathing as well so look i expected her to probably win today um you know she's yeah. um she is she's in she's got a, a lot of speed i think you'll see it like she'll sit up and um, even if she's last at the 400 she can probably still win Okay. All right. So confident with her race eight, number seven, take my wallet. Now, a couple of horses that are in tomorrow night I wanted to ask you about is is Fletch McGuire. Now, he's becoming a real favourite of mine. He, he was really impressive two starts ago, and then he just got a long way back last start in a race that probably wasn't run to suit him. But what's his chances tomorrow night like, um, Aaron? And, and where where is he heading? What race over the carnival are you looking at with him? Yeah, look, he's, um, I think, you know, I've been asked, is he heading to an SA Cup? Knows the answer. He's probably 12 months away from mm-hmm. that. You know, you, 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 people forget he come from New Zealand, an eight-start maiden, and he's won seven of his eight since, you know, seven of his mm-hmm. nine now. Um, so he's gone from, you know, being a maiden to, 
you know, nearly open company very quickly, and he's probably 12 months away and another spell before his absolute best is reached. We're trying to mould him into that horse, and that race the other night was much that, like a soft brief brawl mm. race. Um, that wasn't mm. an SA Cup field, and he probably just struggled a little bit back in the field. He's a on-pace bully, you could say, like his best mm. runs are in front or outside the leader where he can just really roll and run some pretty solid sectionals and four of them in a row. Um, so, mm. look, he's going to... I was probably more confident with him at Port Pirie than I am Globe Derby. And the reason I say that, and I pay a lot of credit to um, Ryan O'Hurick driving the one horse, I'm Reggie. You, you won't, I'm not sure we can beat it now because uh, I'm Reggie mm. leads. And I think there's none better in the business than Ryan than kicking right at that right time around the bend and probably leaving us flat-footed for you know, a stride mm. and the short straight at Globe Derby. He's, the leader's probably off and mm. gone and too hard to wheel in. So, look, I think he can run really well, but... I was expecting him to win Saturday night, given the long period straight. He'd have that extra mm. sort of 50 metres to, to wind up. But, um, you know, Ryan's going to be able to kick off that bend and probably have our measure, to be fair. So I think um, the move from period to Globe Derby hurts us there, but does help us with classy dancers race on the same account. So, look, um, he's racing well. He won't go to an SA Cup. Given the meetings now, Tuesday, probably I won't back him up in the Gawler Cup heats. We'll find something else for mm. him. As I said, I think his best is still... Um, you know, six, 12 months away, but we'll just continue to pick mm. off the right races for him until then. All right, and Classy Dancer. Now, I know you were pretty upbeat about her when she came to South Australia. What's the plans with her? Obviously, she's in tomorrow night. We expect her to run well, but outside of that, is there anything over the carnival for her? Yeah, look, she'll go the way of the Gawler Platinum Pacing Cup. She's still in that bracket. Um, we've got we, we, we've got one coming over from Emma and Clayton's that uh, we up part own. We um, for the SA Cup, so we've got to be realistic and we've also, you know, one thing we are focused on is placing our horse in the races they can win, you know, and uh, placing them where yeah. they're most suitable as they work through their grade. Uh, got a big opinion of Classy Dancer, but I think, you know, she probably let me down on a couple of occasions when she's been forced to race outside the leader and I don't know if she's given her all. There's a gear change tomorrow night, which some may or may not have noticed, and in galloping terms, the blinkers go on um, tomorrow night. Mm. She used to wear a Murphy, we've sort of got her gaze a little bit better and that's improved to be more tractable, so I just think she'll be more sharper with the blinkers on and we'll probably see the mm. best of her tomorrow night I would like to think um, You know, mm. because her best is probably good enough to be running in an SA Cup, so she should be winning tomorrow night, but look, cheers to Lou I've got a lot of respect for um, it's, um, mm. you know, it's going to be very hard to beat in a derby uh, in a couple of weeks time and it's, it's run at Mildura first up for Toby and Lisa was outstanding um, but probably going to be three-back defence. And again, three-back yeah. defence at Port Perry would have been a lot easier than three-back defence at Globe Derby. So I think the six across the front helps us with Classy and help us with Fletch Maguire. <laughs> mm. Yeah, well, exactly. Well, it's just the horses for courses, isn't it, really? Um, Lolita, just touching on her, she's been really good since coming over to you. What's the plans with her? She was brilliant the other day. Yeah, she'll go to the Mermaid Stakes on Saturday night. Um, if she was to... She'll have to, you know, she'll obviously come up against delightful Tammy again there and any others that uh, go that way. But, look, I think she's a lovely filly on the on the rise. She's, um, you know, we sort of just backed her up on the Tuesday night quickly. She was good, but, you know, she probably wasn't as sharp coming off that run on Saturday night. But that was purposely done to sort of have her a bit, um, you know, rock-hard fit for the Mermaid Stakes this coming Saturday night. And if she runs well there, she'll look at a derby. But we've got another one coming over from um, Victoria that we just bought um this week, actually, um, for connections, mm. will go through the Derby. So she's probably a class below him. He, he's, um, you know, a nice horse. So look, he'll he'll go that way. Uh, all going well, and 
the leader will probably um, miss the derby, just depending on how she goes Saturday night. But there's plenty of nice races coming up for her. All right, we got Shepherd, and I think you in about 60 seconds. Just a quick one. Fireball, the business, and the Ladybird. Who should we be following out of those over the next couple of weeks? Uh, the business, yeah. Nice horse. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. The business. Okay. Well, of course, uh, Winnie there on Saturday night uh, at Port Puri, and you expect it to keep improving, I gather. Yeah, and the other two, they'll, they'll, they'll win. They'll win again very soon. I think the Ladybird should win tomorrow night. Um, you know, she's been unlucky in her two runs to date. First up, she was driven quiet behind Classy Dancer, and last start she got knocked over. But you know, she should bounce back tomorrow night and progress through. But I really got a lot of time for the business. All right, Aaron, we could talk all day, mate. There's so much happening in your stable, not just with harness racing, but also thoroughbreds as well. Um, thanks for joining us on Mobile Rolling. It's going to be a big couple of weeks with the SA Pacing Cup, the Derby, and also the uh, the Gawler Cup coming up as well. So uh, best of luck today and tomorrow, and as we head towards the Cup in a couple of weeks' time. Yeah, thanks, Tim. Thanks for having us on.